Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your home, your life, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Catch up with past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts and also on the radio.com app. Favorite Talk 1370, find the Ask the Experts podcast and catch up with past episodes anytime, anywhere. Returning to the show today, a past guest on elder law issues, Terry Garrett with the Garrett Law Firm is joining us. Terry, welcome back to Ask the Experts. Thank you, Casey. Nice to be here. We're going to talk about probate today. And Terry, what is probate anyway? Probate simply means proving, proving that the will is the will of the person who died. How do you do that? And can the family members just agree? In Texas, a will must be submitted to the probate court clerk. Usually the will is probated. Sometimes it is not. Sometimes the family recognizes that there has been another marriage or another child whom the person certainly would not have wanted omitted and enters into a family settlement agreement, submitting it to the court for review. But a will has no legal effect until it's admitted to probate, proving by the court. This prevents disputes over what the will really said. What if there is no written will? If there is no will, probate can also mean a judgment declaring who the heirs are, and appointing someone to settle the estate. With or without a will, administering estate means collecting the property, paying the debts, and distributing what is left. If there is no will, what is left is distributed according to the state's law of intestacy or inheritance. That law varies from state to state. The states which were English colonies tend to follow the English law in effect when they were English colonies. Texas, which was once a Spanish colony, has a variant of the Spanish law in effect when Texas was part of Spain. Why is it that so many people want to avoid going through the probate process? Well, most people still seem to think that there are death taxes estate or inheritance taxes which affect them or their heirs. In fact, Texas has no estate tax. Texas has no inheritance tax. The federal estate tax exemption is now over 11 million or for a married couple about 23 million. 
this might change, but no one is proposing a federal estate tax exemption of less than $3.5 million or $7 million for a married couple. Now, a few states do have an inheritance tax. If you want to leave something to someone in a state or a country with an inheritance tax, your will can simply provide that it can be held for them in trust. Distributions from the trust, whenever they are made, are not subject to inheritance tax, although they are subject to income tax. When the time comes, that person can receive your gift as an inheritance or as a trust distribution, whichever way incurs less tax. A second reason that people want to avoid probate is that they think it is expensive. An October 2018 survey found that nationwide, it takes two years to settle an estate and costs $11,500. In some states, it is so expensive to probate a will that almost everyone would be better off with a trust or a family limited partnership. That is not true in Texas. In Texas, we have had independent estate administrations since 1843. You can settle an estate independent of court oversight, usually at a fraction of the time and at a fraction of the average nationwide cost. As long as there are no disputes with creditors or beneficiaries, your only interaction with the court is to receive letters giving you authority over the deceased property and filing an inventory stating what that property is. Now, a third reason people want to avoid probate is that they think it takes a lot of time. It does typically take more time to probate a will than to present a death certificate to an insurance company, to a 401k plan administrator, to a bank holding an account pay on death, or to a brokerage holding an account transfer on death. In Central Texas, it can take about three weeks to get a death certificate and another week or two to present it to one of these institutions and receive a check. So say five weeks. You mentioned there that one of the fears that people have is that probate takes a long time. How long does it usually take here in Central Texas? Here in Central Texas, it can take three weeks to get into court for an application to probate a will. So if you wait for the death certificate before filing your application, but have the inventory ready to file, it can take six weeks. If you are confident that you will have the death certificate before the hearing at which you receive authority to manage the deceased person's property, it can take less. Most people do leave property which does not automatically practice uh, transfer on death. Most people leave debts if only the cost of their final illness. So their estates must be administered somehow. How can I settle an estate without going through the probate process? Everything you own is in a revocable living trust, which becomes irrevocable when you die. Your successor trustee distributes the property. Some people think that administering a trust will be faster than probating an estate. That may be true in some other states and even in other parts of Texas. It is not necessarily the case here. Some people think that their estates are so small that they really do not need a will. They may be right. If you leave no more than a home, up to 60000 in personal possessions, such as furniture and a car, and up to 75000 in other assets, such as a bank account, 
and you do not leave a will, your heirs can file an affidavit of small estate, listing your assets and your debts and promising to pay all your debts and divide what is left according to the Texas laws of heirship. A difficulty could arise if they do not know what all your assets are or what all your debts are. Another difficulty could arise if all your heirs and two witnesses who will not inherit are uncomfortable promising to pay all your debts or do not believe that what is left will be properly divided. What happens in that case? Well, then, if you leave more than that but do not leave a will, or if people don't want to sign off on an affidavit of small estate or don't know what all your debts or assets are, someone must apply to the court to determine who the heirs are and what fraction of the estate each should receive and to appoint someone to administer the estate. The court must appoint an independent attorney to make sure that all the heirs have been found and listed and notified. The applicant and the estate must pay for that attorney as well as for the attorney who, pre- who represents the person who is applying. There must also be two witnesses who will not inherit and who will testify about the decedent's marriage and children. This process typically takes longer than probating a will. We do not know in advance who that court-appointed attorney will be, and we have no idea what her workload is and when she will be able to talk with the witnesses and report to the court. On average, it can take about three months, and of course, it costs more. The extra cost and delay and the fact that the Texas laws of inheritance may hold some surprises for you can be an excellent reason to have a will. Time for a break here on Ask the Experts. Much more to come with our guest, Terry Garrett from the Garrett Law Firm, talking all things probates, wills today. Want to make sure you have your plan for your end-of-life wishes taken care of, you or a loved one. Terry and her team are standing by, ready to help you with that. You want to make sure you have this planned out so that your wishes or your loved one's wishes are followed through with at the end. You don't want to end up in probate. Terry and her team are standing by, ready to help. 512-800-2420. 512-800-2420. Or on the web at elderlawaustin.com. When we come back, we'll get into some more estate issues with the Garrett Law Firm. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. We're back after this. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Catch up with past episodes online at talk1370.com. Also on the radio.com app, favorite Talk 1370. Click on podcasts and click on Ask the Experts and catch up with past episodes anytime, anywhere. Our guest today is attorney Terry Garrett with the Garrett Law Firm. We're talking all things probate and estate law. Want to make sure your end-of-life plans, your wishes are followed through. To do that, you need to do some estate planning. Terry and her team are standing by ready to help you. 512-800-2420. Again, 512-800-2420. Or on the web at elderlawaustin.com. What are the typical problems people encounter in settling an estate? There are two areas which tend to cause people problems. One area is problems which arise before a will is submitted to probate. The other area is problems which arise after the will is admitted to probate and the court has appointed the executor, or if there is no will, after someone applies to settle the estate and the court appoints them administrator. Most Texans think that checking organ donor on their driver's license is enough but that may only result in blood and skin being donated. If you want to help the blind to see, share a kidney, or make another donation, you should complete the anatomical gift donation form. This is available for free at elderlawaustin.com. If you want to help cure Alzheimer's or mental illness, you should also complete the National Institutes of Health Neural Brain Bank donation form and tell your family that is what you want. All too often, family members are not sure what we want or different people remember differently. This is also true when it comes to cremation and burial. The Texas legislature has created an appointment for disposition of remains, downloadable for free from elderlawaustin.com. In this, you can choose what will be done with your remains and who should do it. That person must sign accepting this responsibility. You can also prepay for what you want and leave written instructions for your funeral, memorial service, or celebration of life. This can be comforting to you and to your family. Whoever pays for this can be reimbursed for up to $15,000 from your estate. Of course, no one needs to spend that much. 
Direct cremation with no coffin runs 600 to $800. Prices for funerals and cremations can and should be compared. The National Con- Funeral Consumers Alliance can help. Another thing, which usually happens before the court date, is the division of household goods and personal effects. Believe it or not, this can be the most contentious part of settling your estate. Whoever you appoint as executor should simply change the locks and not let anyone in. But this rarely happens. Sometimes folks start emptying the house, including the freezer, and driving away the car while their relative is still alive, and other family members are at the hospital praying that he will recover. One solution is to give things away while your hand is still warm. Of course, you won't want to give everything away. You may want to put sticky tags on the bottoms of table lamps or the back of pictures in hopes that these will go to the person you want to have them. You may want to make a list of who gives what and where it is and give it to each of your children and to each of the other people whom you would like to get some of your stuff when you're gone. To make this legally binding, it should be a handwritten Memorandum of Personal Property and Heirlooms, signed, witnessed, and notarized, just like a will. You don't want to list every last fork and spoon in your will, but you might list large, specific gifts there. So, Terry, I guess kind of the bottom line is that having a will really helps to take care of a lot of these issues. Yes, it does. So it's surprising that two-thirds of Americans don't have one. But a will doesn't take care of everything. A big problem can arise if a child or someone else is living with you. Sometimes a child will move in to help care for their parent. Although there should be a formal written agreement, hopefully signed off by all, on by all of the family members, there rarely is. As the years pass, the family caregiver comes to think of the house as home. When the parent dies, the child is shocked to find that she must move, maybe even before the funeral. Whomever the court appoints to settle the estate has the duty to assemble the property, pay the debts, and distribute the rest according to the will, or if there is no will, according to the state's laws of heirship. Often, the house is left to more than one person, or the house needs to be sold to pay the debts. If someone moves in to help care for you, have a written family caregiver agreement, which at least provides that they will be able to stay in the home for a number of months after you die or move to assisted living or to a nursing home. Better yet, if you cannot pay them as you would someone else you hired, accompany this family caregiving agreement with a transfer on death or a ladybird deed to a trust which pays them from the proceeds of selling the home before anyone else inherits. Now, while anything you give people in your will is a gift, none of us are really entitled to an inheritance, a surprising number of people 
think that they are entitled to something and that they should get it now. Settling in a state takes time. All about that instant gratification. Terry, walk us through for those that maybe haven't ever been through this process before. How much time does selling an estate take? Nationwide, on average, it takes two years to settle an estate. Having a trust does not necessarily mean that distributions will be made any faster. The deceased person's final tax return must be filed, and that tax return cannot be filed until the next calendar year. If the estate earns more than $600 in a calendar year, for example, because it includes stocks which appreciate, another tax return using Form 1041 must be filed for the estate. Creditors must submit their claims. While they're usually quite prompt, they could file a year or more after the court appoints an executor or administrator. Property must be sold, whether to pay debts or to divide the proceeds among the heirs or beneficiaries. Whoever is settling your affairs might make an initial partial distribution, but they must hold money back to pay taxes and debts because if they don't, they will be personally liable for them. Now, in Texas, a beneficiary can ask for an accounting, but they cannot ask for that accounting until 15 months after the court appoints an executor or administrator. This gives the administrator time to sell the pro- assemble the property, sell what property needs to be sold, pay the creditors and the taxes, so there may still be payments due afterwards. While any trust beneficiary, 25 or older, should receive an annual accounting, getting the accounting does not mean that you will be able to receive a distribution any faster. Whether the accounting is for an estate or for a trust, it just tells you where the administration stands at that time. This is a necessary delay, but sadly, it can lead to suspicion, distrust, and family quarrels. The home and household goods can be set aside for your spouse or minor children, exempt from creditors' claims, but anyone else will just have to wait. Putting everything in pay-on-death or transfer-on-death accounts may speed things up considerably, but payment from these, from life insurance, not from life insurance, but from these and from similar retirement accounts, can be clawed back into the probate estate to pay taxes and creditors. So be patient. Everything will come in good time. The bottom line is you want to be sure that your wishes are taken care of, and that that takes a little bit of planning. Terry and her team stand ready to help you or your loved ones with that planning to make sure that uh, wishes are carried out as uh, the end of life approaches. You want to make sure all that is dialed up. Elderlawaustin.com or give Terry a call 512-800-2420. Again, 512 512- 
800-2420 or online at elderlawaustin.com. Some of those important documents that Terry mentioned as well, available online there at the website, elderlawaustin.com. Terry, that just about wraps up the time we've got today. Any parting thoughts for our audience? Stay tuned for more information. Absolutely. Terry, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for joining us today on Ask the Experts. Nice to talk with you, Casey.